0: Well, the city shut down. And so we never made it to our grand opening. Okay. And here in a couple of weeks, we'll be here, we'll celebrate a year, but we ne- we've never had a grand opening. <laughs> I feel like everything you eat out of here is gonna make your soul feel good. Hand chopped is just where it is. We've tried, I, you know, I have tried other ways and they just don't work.
1: You are listening to Fort Worth Food Stories, brought to you by the Culinary School of Fort Worth. All right, welcome to Fort Worth Food Stories. I'm your host James Green. I'm joined today by Katrina Carpenter, the owner and operator of Carpenter's Cafe in Fort Worth. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Katrina.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: It's it's great to be out at your location. I actually I'm so excited. You guys are off today, but I still got to try some of the chicken salad,
0: right? Uh, which was right.
1: delicious, and we'll definitely get into that as that's the hit of uh, of Carpenter's Cafe. Um, But let's talk about your food background to get started. Okay. Um, What were you and your husband and and co-owner Travis doing before you opened up Carpenter's Cafe?
0: Well, um, my husband still works full-time. Okay. He's a um, supervisor for Quorum International. He's been there 22 years. He's not going anywhere probably anytime soon. (laughs) Okay. Um, I worked for Fort Worth ISD for nine years. Um, My last two years, I was the data Clark at Dunbar High School
2: okay.
1: and so, so how, how did you go from working Fort Worth ISD your husband's still working the job that he's working to making food
0: well the last year with the, my last year with the district I was the one of the senior sponsors for the class of 2019 we started raising money the year before that class became a senior and most of it was through food sales okay and um in the midst of that i would have or travis and i would host virtual pop-ups um where we would sell our chicken salad so we we had a landing page where you could order ahead of time and then we had a pickup day that where all of our customers would come and pick it up we also would go to farmer's market sometimes and set up and when it got to be where we would have over 200 sales we started thinking okay um maybe we may ought to tap into this gift a little bit more you know and it got to be where the demand was far more than what we could handle with both of us working full-time jobs Mm -hmm. so we talked about it prayed about it um sought wise counsel and Decided, hey, we're gonna make a fake move, and I am going to take on um, uh, this full time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's kind of where how it started. Yeah. That's how the how it started, the move from working full time jobs to uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: And is there? Did it feel like there was somewhat of a safety blanket with your husband still having his job? Yeah, at least in that sense. Well,
0: it did. It did. It was like you know. Um, that we talked about it yeah. for over a year, really. And like I said, prayed about it. And he was like, after we started seeing a rise in sales and demand, it was like, I'm beating myself up working with the kids as much as I was working with the kids, trying to keep up with um, customer demand. It was a lot. Yeah. And so um, when we realized how passionate we we were about what we were doing it was like you know what why not why not just take a chance yeah you know if if ever needed to go back i could
1: mm-hmm. so yeah. and so you take this chance you you have this grand opening with the brick and mortar you're all excited everything's starting up i, I know you you started the um the airstream first right uh, but but you work your way to this brick and mortar you're getting open and then the pandemic hits and the city shuts down right well, I, ta- take me through your thought process well
0: there. i'm glad you mentioned grand opening because we didn't quite make it to our grand oh opening. you didn't okay no we were in the airstream on main and vickery in the soma district mm-hmm. for a total of six months so um a little bit about how it happened June of 2019, my contract ended with Fort Worth ISD. I worked through the summer. The first weekend in July, we opened that trailer. We had a grand opening in the trailer. We were there until December. In December, we acquired this space and we started renovating just my husband, myself, um, my good friends, dad, and my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. Everything in here, ourselves, from December to February. February 16th we had a soft opening where we introduced our breakfast menu um, our, we weren't even open all day we were open from that morning till about four o'clock okay and our grand opening was set scheduled for March the 26th well the city shut down and so we never made it to our grand opening okay. and here in a couple of weeks we'll be here we'll celebrate a year but we ne- we've never had a grand opening. <laughs> And it's like, you know, I think about I think about that often. Like, okay, what do I do? Do I do we go back and have a grand opening? How does that work? It's the yeah. weirdest thing.
1: You might have to have just a one year party. Yeah, that's pretty like much that. what yeah. it
0: is. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, okay, well, maybe 2020 didn't deserve our grand yeah. opening. <laughs> you know? That's great so point. it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where we were. I mean, COVID no lie. COVID hitting was a bummer. Yeah. I mean.
1: Did you feel like you'd made a mistake?
0: I did. Yeah. I did. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Nobody else has ever asked me that. I did. I, you know, we had um, invested all we had. We didn't take out any loans. Mm-hmm. And so some people may think that it wasn't a smart move, but I'll say this. I met a lot of people while I was in the Airstream. I got to watch their journeys and i got to watch um be a part of their suffering too like waiting on the city um being held back um, you're now having to pay rent in a space that you can't even open yet mm-hmm. and you've got this loan and you've got this loan and it's like you know what do you do well being a part of that and being friends with people who were going through that made me appreciate not having taken out any loans. So, but at the same time, it puts you between a rock and a hard place because you don't have a lot of capital. So you're yeah. depending on your revenue to come through and, and um, to make it. And when the city shut down and we didn't have a grand opening, it's like nobody knows that we're even here. Yeah. So we don't have the walk-in customers to carry our load. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Um, and plenty of days, lots of days, I, we were worried. I'm sure I worried. My husband's sick. Like, <laughs> what are we go- going to do? So Well, yeah.
1: I think, I mean, even the, the, the crazy part to think about, too, is that you told me uh, beforehand you don't really do much marketing. It's all word of no. mouth. And so if people don't know you're here, they're not going to be telling people about it, right? But at some point, the community had to kind of rally behind you because otherwise you wouldn't still be open. So um, how did the community start finding out about you? How did, you know, more people start coming to this location? And, and how did you survive through the, the pandemic and, and still survive uh, as the pandemic continues today?
0: Well, I'll say this. Um, our journey did start with uh, started pretty casual. Occasionally, friends would ask us to cook. And um, even family members. And as a result, we became masters of chicken salad. Well, we did have some following from the Airstream.
2: Yeah.
0: But remember, when the city shut down, nobody was really... Nobody was really eating out, you know? Yeah. Um, So even with that word of mouth, people were still skeptical about... So I think that was... That was the most disheartening part. Mm -hmm. And as people started to, as it started to back up, um, a lot of our customers who knew our our position just started sharing word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth. And that word of mouth, um, uh, even with our business owners too, I think the business owners too, our near Southside business owner friends really, really, really rallied around each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what makes me so happy to be a part of the Near South Side. Yeah. The business owners rallied around each other. They promoted each other, they pushed each other, they supported each other. Um, and I think that that community piece is, is really what helped us. Mm-hmm. You know, I've gotten um, other businesses who shared us on their page. So that means that they're now exposing us to their following. And so that's what really started it. And that's what really helped. And then from there we were approached or featured by um, uh, Fort Worth Weekly. Mm -hmm. Well, a writer came in, we had no idea that we were being shocked. Next thing we knew, we were being um, uh, reached out to about an article that hit the next day.
1: Really? And I was
0: like, oh my God. Um, didn't even never knew the lady came <laughs> Yeah. came in you know so i think that's another community piece yeah. you know fort worth weekly fort worth community you know so people started to really kind of market us yeah. we didn't we were focused more on making sure that the product was consistent and that we're always putting out a good product and and i think that people just started really marketing for
1: us. Yeah. yeah. And and I know that community has always been something really important to you. And yeah. I want to get kind of into that. And, and we'll talk about the food and everything um, later. But uh, I want to start with um, just your mission statement, uh, which which is right there on your website. You've got a lot of great stuff on your website. So you need to be our out. website. Thank yeah, you. of course. Uh, but it says uh, to nourish the bodies and souls of our community. That's it your does. mission statement. Tell me what that means to you
0: for me it means that um, when you come in or even if we are coming to you you're going to get a quality product that um, is both nourishing nutritiously but you're going to feel good like about what you're eating people let me say this people come to us all the time and they're like do you serve soul food well It depends on what your definition of soul food is because I feel like everything that I serve nourishes the soul. Mm -hmm. I feel like everything you eat out of here is going to make your soul feel good. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: So I'm like, it just really depends on what your definition of soul food is. Yeah. Just like it depends on what your definition of comfort food is. So that's our goal is um, to nourish bodies and souls of of our community.
1: Yeah. And you also talk about some, you you mentioned that you don't wanna just be another restaurant. You don't wanna just be here and exist here and and that's it. Um, So what are some of the ways that you are using your resources to give back to the community as well?
0: Well, I'll say this, our vision for impact is changing lives and narratives one bite at a time. We aim to provide good food made with fresh ingredients, quality, Served with joy from our hands to your hearts. Mm-hmm. that's everybody it's yep. anybody that comes in. We have um, if we posted or talked about everything that we've done in the community, people would probably get tired of, of course be like, oh there's carpenter again. <laughs> but that's what we like doing. Yeah. you know that's, that's, that's where we um, that's where we get our. Our, our joy from is um, being a part of, of um, community involvement so any chance that we can, any chance that we get to give back we're hopping on
1: it yeah, yeah I mean I know that you, you helped out uh, the people that volunteered to paint the Black Lives Matter mural, yeah, you, yeah. you got them food yeah, um, and, we did,
0: because at the time, at that time I'll be honest with you. There were so many people in the area that were giving back. These people were well established already. Yeah. You know, we're brand new, and we're looking like, dang, you know, we don't have a lot of money, but what can we do to get involved? You know, what can we do to show them that we we're here, and and we want to be involved too. So I reached out to Deborah Peoples, and her team about uh, the volunteers that were painting the um, in racism now mural downtown and i said we can't be there because we're open on saturdays but what can we do can we feed the volunteers i thought about what we had in house and what we could you know how much we could afford to do and they were thrilled and so that's what we did so just finding those nooks of you know uh, ways to add um uh, ways to get involved is, is is it, it, it just makes a difference makes a difference to them and and to us we like to feel good about what we're doing
1: yeah, yeah. absolutely I'm it, sure you know yeah. obviously you've said you said that there's there's a lot of other uh, projects as well but I, I just want to take a second to to commend you for all that you're doing I, um, it feels like there is a lot of unrest and divide amongst oh, a lot yeah. of people right now and um, I think it's the little things we can do um, as a nation to kind of bring ourselves yeah. back together and, and I think it's um I don't know. I, it, I don't really have a question for this. I, I just think it's really cool. And I, I think one of the best ways to bring a community together is food and um, to, to be there oh, for yeah. Sure. So <laughs> I, I just, yeah, thank you for, for everything that you're doing. Um, yeah, sorry, I don't I don't really have a question to go with That's that.
2: That's
1: okay. <laughs> um, maybe we should pivot a little bit to the food, and um, I'm sure people, can they follow along with some of the things you're doing on, on Facebook as yeah. well? Yeah, on,
0: our, on Facebook and on Instagram. I'm pretty active on Instagram more so than Facebook. I try to t- keep them both um, integrated, but um, pretty much on Instagram we, we're posting almost – Three to four times a week. So, cool. like, we post our specials. We post where we're going if we're doing anything yeah. outside of the cafe. We kind of uh, uh, keep our followers updated, and then on our website too. Our website team is pretty good about keeping that uh, updated. Even with our sa- savory Sunday menu, we do once a month. Yeah, they're uh, they're keeping that updated cool. too.
2: Yeah. So
0: if they if you follow us on Instagram then you pretty much can keep up with what, what's going on with coffee. Yeah, give them a
1: follow. And I'll just say, you know, when I walked in here, I, I felt like, welcome right away. You Good. know, you, you've got a Good. great personality and a very welcoming. So, uh, Good. yeah, Good. I encourage everyone to give you a follow. But uh, let's pivot. Let's talk about the food a little bit. Okay. Uh, you said it before that you did want to create maybe a little bit of a healthier spin on that comfort food, on that Southern comfort food. Um, and I know, uh, you said everyone has their own definition of soul food and comfort food and all that. Why did you choose to go this route as opposed to maybe the more traditional Southern comfort food?
0: Like I said, before our journey started, um, with, uh, it's pretty casual, like people occasionally asking us to do things. We, I, I kind of want to change the narrative really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's really what it was about, um, changing the narrative. Like, when you think, and I'll speak for me, because I don't want to speak for everybody, because I don't want people to be like, no, but sometimes when we think Black-owned biz, restaurant tour, we automatically associate that with barbecue, mm-hmm. So and I'm like we can do both. Yeah. But let's switch that up because we can we don't just do barbecue, soul food. There's so much more to us than that. Yeah. So, let's show them that there's much more to us than that. Now, you know, on our catering side, if you, if you request that, I'm going to give it to you. Yep. But day to day on our day to day menu, that's just not what we, that's not what we're offering. You know, mm-hmm. um, our goal was to basically change the, the narrative. And I think that we have done a, a uh, an exceptional job doing that. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I think that's yeah,
0: awesome. I think, and that's I think, a great goal. Yeah.
1: yeah um, I, I think that makes a ton of sense um and you are known for your chicken salad i mean yeah. I, I said it before i can still i have like a you know a couple bites of it before and i am already planning when i'm going to come back for a, a full sandwich oh, um, good. but what, what what do you think it is that sets your chicken salad well, apart from
0: others oh, oh, okay i'll say this my goal is always to leave a lingering satisfaction that is consistent with pride um and i with, with the so. pride, <laughs> that, with the pride that we have for quality ingredients it's yeah. always the goal is always to leave a lingering satisfaction to where it's like when you're gone, you're thinking about what you have for lunch and you want to come back. Yeah, right. You just I, said, I mean, I do.
1: I, yeah, I already want to come <laughs> back. So,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So um, and we're not food experts, but hey, a lot. We I have a gift in marrying flavors together. Mm-hmm. I, I'll. I don't toot my own horn often, but I will say that um, that is one of the things that that's one of my gifts. And um, a lot of the recipes were derived from, um, from uh, experimental things like, you know, it's like, okay, um, I'm experimenting with that and I'm going to perfect it until I like it. and. I'm not going to serve you anything that I don't personally like myself. So that chicken salad started, and I wasn't a fan of chicken salad mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. But it was a challenge and a goal to make it to where I loved it. And if I love it, then I'm gonna I'm gonna share it. Yeah. So that's kind of where um, that's kind of where we are with that my husband, too, he likes, you know, he's just the taster and the, <laughs> the approver. It's a pretty then, good job to yeah, have, yeah. And, you know, and then he's just, he's a pit master, too. You know, he, he prides himself on, oh, he gets ex- super excited when a piece of meat comes out perfect. Yeah. You know, so it's like. And he does
1: the smoking for the yeah, he chicken salad, right? He does.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it's like when you find something that you really enjoy. And you want to share it, you know, I think that's what, that's what, that's what, that is one of the things that has kept us motivated and pushed us. Even in the, even when we're in the trenches thinking how, how we're going to make it, it's tapping into that gift Mm -hmm. of doing something that you really love to do. It doesn't feel like work and producing a product that you really love. And it's not about the money. Mm -hmm. It's really about the, the, the product makes makes the difference yeah it makes a world of difference
1: yeah. and it i mean it it absolutely it does i can't yeah. can't stress it enough no. um i, I really no. love it um now th- this seemed a little crazy to me when i read it so i, I just needed to bring it up but okay um uh, i read that you guys hand chop every vegetable that's used <laughs> at your location why, yeah. why are you doing this
0: yeah we do <laughs> you know, who knows one day we may we may get big enough to where it's Manufactured but man i'm so I'm so tied to my product, yeah, like i am I'm really funny about, and anybody who's worked with me or for me can mm-hmm. vouch for this I'm really funny about the product that we send out, how it looks, how it tastes, all of the if it ain't right, it's not going, yeah. And, yeah, we tried to take Shortcut a while back, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs>
2: uh-uh.
0: I don't like that. I am not serving that, yep. you know? So, hand-chopped hand is just where it is. We've tried. I, you know, I have tried other ways, and they just don't work. Okay. It compromises the quality of the product, and so it is what it is. You know, um, we chop and prepare fresh every morning, and once it's gone, it's gone. Now, there have been times here lately since we've been getting a, a lot of exposure that we've had to prepare way more, yeah. double than what we were, and Travis is having to smoke double than what he was, but still... I won't I won't have it any other way
2: yeah I won't well, have it any other way I mean props to I, you I, I, I mean
0: I've hired people just to chop yeah that's all they do is chop that's yeah. it that's all you do all, <laughs> because <laughs> I, I just can't send it through a processor
1: well, I, I work at a culinary school and I know some of the students listen to this. So just remember what your chefs always tell you. That's it's the knife skills are the number one most important. Oh, so, they are. Yeah. I've had
0: some some people that came through our kitchen that um, went to culinary school. And I'll say this, the prep work was phenomenal. Yeah, I loved it because I am very attentive to detail. And you probably will read this, too, from other people who follow us and um They've, they've mentioned that about me, which is very true. Um, and so your knife work is very important. Yeah. Very important. Um, uh, people who have tasted, I've read people who've tasted the chicken salad say that they can taste the fresh ingredients. You know, they'll say to me, even out here sitting, I knew it. You know, I could taste the fresh celery or I could taste the fresh. And I'm like, bingo. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. You know that's what I want to hear. I don't want anything soggy or tasting, or or I just don't want anything to compromise the taste.
2: Absolutely.
0: And so if if grinding it up or trying to take a shortcut is going to compromise the taste or the consistency, then we're not going to do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No. That's I mean, and and it comes out in the
0: products. (laughs) I'll be
1: trying more of the stuff on your menu. Yes. What, what are some of the other uh, things that you love on your menu? Some of your favorites?
0: So um, we also serve uh, one thing that's pretty popular is a is our wrap that chick. So um, it's a seasonal tortilla with baby spinach, bacon, lettuce, tomato. No, sorry. No lettuce, baby spinach, bacon, red onion, tomato. And then it has our spicy chick. on it and then it's wrapped in a in a seasonal tortilla and the reason why i say seasonal is because i don't like to overpromise.
2: you know (laughs) hey
0: i may it may be in a spinach tortilla today it may be in a roasted red pepper tortilla tomorrow sure so we just keep it we we on our menu we say seasonal that item is a that's a hot item people love that and then we have our smoked turkey um, avocado wrap that's a hot item i do a smoked turkey caesar salad that's another hot item i mean
1: and the desserts look really good too. oh
0: man so uh, we tea cakes oh my gosh i can't i can't i'm pretty soon i'm gonna have to hire somebody that just does that (laughs)
2: yeah
0: because i can't keep them i can't keep them you know people get they come in and they get disappointed but i've made about 10 dozen already that morning I come in extra early I'm whipping out 10 dozen tea cakes somebody comes in and wants to buy six you know so it's like we do get to where we we do ask some of our our customers too when they come in like if someone says oh can I get six pounds of of chicken salad I do ask them to kind of tell it call that in a day before Mm -hmm. because to me that's a catering order you know yeah. Otherwise, it robs my dipping cabinet for the day. So when they're asking for volume orders, because we're not set up to pull things off the shelf like that, we're dipping from our, our um, cabinet every morning, mm-hmm. I kind of ask them to, to call that in and, and request that as a catering order. Yeah. But, yeah, those are some hot items. Our Texas chocolate sheet cake is a hot item. We we part- looks good. We paid, we partnered with Milt Ice Cream back in August, and they used our um, Texas sheet cake to uh, make a, a, a flavor, an ice cream flavor. Oh,
1: nice! Okay. And
0: that was the bomb.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God, that was the bomb. We we baked off 20 pounds of cake for that, and they sold out in I think it might the first run. They sold out that weekend in all three of their scoop shops. So wow. Okay. That's another hot item. So, it's. Our shirts say, our slogan on our shirts say, it's all damn good, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so
0: when people come in and ask me, hey, what should I try? You know, tell me what to get. I'm like.
1: Sounds like you just have to come <laughs> <pound> every day
0: <laughs> tell until,
1: until you've tried until everything. Until you've tried
0: everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, pretty much. Right, I'm,
1: I might you take try. you up on that. All right, can you, uh, you you mentioned this earlier as well, but will you just tell me real quick about your uh, Saturday morning breakfast and then that once a month uh, Sunday meal?
0: so on Saturday mornings, we we used to do breakfast when we first opened, we were open the morning from eight, our hours from eight to four when we first started. But pandemic changed that, and we did away with breakfast because again, we hadn't had, you know. Yeah. Can't bring in product that you're not selling. So, we limited it now. We just brought it back last month, and it's from 8 to 11, so it's a short span of time. We've got some breakfast sammies on there that are to die for. Okay. Um, with some killer names behind them.
1: So. <laughs> they do. They are crazy
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. So, there's a badass BLT that you can get breakfast and lunch. We've got Barton's Brunch on a Bun. That's pretty pretty good. Yeah. I don't say so myself. Um, it's like... And customers we got customers that became regulars and uh i worked with barton down to down the street for a while and he comes in and asks for things a certain way just the same thing with some other items and so it it became a, a menu item now
2: yeah
0: so um uh, and then we've got the mary v's home style breakfast is named after my grandmother uh late virginia harris hannon Mary Virginia Harris Hannon. And so, um, Mary V's is the breakfast that she loved. Grits, bacon, salmon croquette, biscuits, toast, smothered potatoes, smothered breakfast potatoes. That's, for, all that's, for breakfast? All for breakfast. <laughs> it sounds that's like how, I might not eat for the rest of the and day. And that's though. how it was. Yeah, That's how it was. Coming up, my dad would fix breakfast like that. And I wouldn't, we, it may have not been, the best thing to do, but I I wouldn't eat until dinner again. Yeah. I, I'd be gone, you know, I'd be set for the day. Yeah. But um, my grandma is somebody who was very influential in, in a lot of the moves that I made. And so um, I, when we thought about the breakfast menu um, and I thought about how much she loved breakfast was one of her favorite meals of the day, I um, I couldn't create a breakfast menu
2: without
1: considering her, yeah. Well, I thought it's so nice that uh, you get to honor her like that with her meal and name on the menu and uh, that's that's cool. Um, So as as we wrap up our conversation, let's talk about the future for a minute. So on your website, uh, one of your core business values is growth and stability. Um, So basically you laid out that you want to grow at a responsible rate um, and the first step appears to be a location over on Magnolia. Um, can can you tell me a little bit I know you can't go too much into it But can you give us a little tease About what it's going to be like And is it going to be different Than what we're sitting in right now
0: It is very much so <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this It's almost like it, This is what it feels like um, It feels like Going back to our roots right. um, And so um, For those that may Listen to this That have been following us since the beginning then they may tap into they may they may catch that (laughs) but uh, um so we are going to be partnering um with another local business um who we have the owners who who we've grown to love dearly they've been huge supporters of of us and so when the opportunity presented itself um we we didn't have to think much
2: yeah.
0: about it. It was a perfect opportunity, perfect um, fit. And uh, we're really excited about it. So in in this next location, we will offer a completely different menu
2: okay.
0: <laughs> that I'm excited about. Cool. We um, Our hours will be in the evening. So uh, we'll be catering more towards a happy hour crowd. So when you think happy hour crowd you think happy hour bites yeah
1: so okay yeah well i'm i'm in i'm yes, in happy yes, hour yes. bites that's my favorite kind yeah. of food um yeah. so is that are we shooting for 2021 oh
0: yeah for sure okay yeah we're hoping sometime here in the spring okay real soon i'm sure that i'm just keep an eye out because i'm sure that um that'll probably be on on some the next set of headlines
2: okay yeah all
1: right so spring yeah. 2021 oh yeah we, we've got a little bit of a tease there with a yeah. whole different menu right Going up the back street to the roots.
0: right up the street okay right 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 up this i mean it, yeah we, we just take what is this we take henderson on up to magnolia and then you'll see carps at magnolia
1: so you're saying i could come here for lunch and go hang bit, around and then i'll just drive that's there for exactly half hour. what i'm <laughs> saying <Perfect>. that's <laughs>
0: exactly what i'm saying so we know that um our hours have shifted we used to close at seven we close at five now
2: yeah.
0: um our hours have shifted and we know that some of our followers are a little upset about that because some of our people who don't get off until five or six I'm like, dang, but hey, guess what? You'll be able to find us right on up the street. Okay. So you won't be able to find us here, but you'll be able to find us in the area.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Um, yeah. Well, I wish you guys nothing but the best. Um, like I said, I, I love what you guys are doing for the community. Um, I can't wait to come back and try a full Yeah meal. Um, I'm glad I got to try the chicken salad, and I appreciate that. Um, Can you just let everyone know once again where they can find you online, including your social media? Sure.
0: Online at um, Instagram, we are Carps, C-A-R-P-S, Cafe in Catering um, on Instagram. And then same thing on Facebook. It's Carps, C-A-R-P-S, Cafe, the letter N, Catering. You can come see us at 1116 Pennsylvania Avenue, Fort Worth 76104. We're located right in the hospital district. And uh, we'll be here to tickle your taste buds whenever you're
1: ready. All right. Well, yeah. that's as good a pitch as any. So uh, thank you, Katrina, again for coming on. It was great yeah. talking with you. And, and it thank was, you for uh, having me. Out. Yeah, of course. That episode was brought to you by the Culinary School of Fort Worth. The Culinary School of Fort Worth offers a nine-month program that has savory, baking, and pastry, kitchen management classes, as well as a two-month externship that will be at the end of your nine-month program. If you are interested in learning more about the school or coming out for a tour, uh, you can call 817-737-8427. That's 817-737-8427. Or you can head to their website, csftw.edu. That's csftw.edu.